chapter 13, my favorite word. I could regale you with hundreds of stories that would elucidate the uniqueness of the Japanese culture. Each of my experiences has slowly and methodically shaped my opinion of what Japan is all about. I believe you would find all these experiences interesting and supportive of my thesis. However, the purpose of this book is not to tell you everything, but to whet your appetite and stimulate your curiosity in hopes that you might find some benefit to deploy elements of the Japanese thinking into your own life. If you should be fortunate enough to travel to Japan and study and learn about this culture, I think your life would be enhanced. As of the writing of this book, I have trained over 500 people from around the world in Japan. I have crisscrossed Japan in trains, planes, and automobiles, and even motorcycles. I have met and worked with some of the top leaders and thinkers. I have led groups through factories, businesses, and construction sites to demonstrate, illustrate, and contrast What makes the Japanese culture so unique? I have seen people literally in tears and speechless after walking out of Toyota and Lexus facilities, shaking their heads in disbelief, stating that what they saw was impossible. Of all the places and spectacular manufacturing facilities that I've shown to people, nothing has made a bigger or lasting impact than visiting a Japanese elementary school. This is where we pull back the curtain to understand this amazing culture. It is the children of Japan that grow up to be the leaders that sustain this culture. At the school, they are not managing the tardiness and misbehavior of the students. They are not cajoling, prodding, or pleading with the students to behave and learn. They are not disciplining the kids because of bullying or unhealthy obsessions with their cell phones. They have a zero bullying policy, and cell phones are not allowed. Instead, you see thoughtful, calm, rational adults that are treating children as adults. Every day, the children come together to learn, grow, and improve. There is a kata, or routine, that happens every day in Japanese schools. There are no janitors, with the exception of those doing specialized work such as cleaning windows in multi-story buildings. Otherwise, the children clean the school, from the toilets, the sinks, the cafeteria, the hallway, the windows, the coat rooms, the playground, to the gardens. In most countries, this would be considered child abuse. In Japan, This kind of work wells up from the deep philosophy of these people of showing a deep respect for people and things. When it's lunchtime, the magic begins. Hundreds of students come into a cafeteria. They are well-behaved and sit respectfully as the team leader from every table serves them their lunch. As the food is distributed, not one child eats a single morsel until everyone is served and a prayer of gratefulness is given. Then a student explains what the food is that they're about to eat and the nutrition they will gain from this food. There are no sugary drinks or sugary desserts. 
just healthy vegetables, rice, and fish to eat and milk to drink. Each child eats the food that is given, and if there is a chance, they will not be able to eat all the food. Before they ever touch their plate, they stand up and go over to the food serving area and explain what food they would like removed respectfully from their plate so it is not wasted. Then they proceed back to their table where they eat all the food on their plate. At the end of the meal, everyone works together to clean up the entire cafeteria. What is so remarkable is that there is almost no wasted food. There is no large trash can where they are disposing of food that has gone uneaten. That would be motainai. I would like to end this book by discussing my favorite Japanese word, the word that has made the most profound impact on my thinking, motainai. It simply means to have a deep sense of regret when you waste something. If you leave a grain of rice on the plate, that is motainai. If you leave the water running when you're brushing your teeth, that is motainai. When children demonstrate supreme stewardship over the resources that have been given them, even down to a wasted grain of rice, that is motainai. Since I have learned this word and have seen the deep meaning of it played out in schools across this country, my thinking has been changed forever. In everything I do, the word motainai rings in my ears. What a pity to waste. Why would I throw in the trash the effort of the farmer who has spent his precious time to provide this food for me? Why would I waste the precious resources of my country? Why would I be so careless with the time and thoughtfulness of another human being on my behalf? This is the Motainai thinking, and this thinking has changed me forever. One time I interviewed a nun who was the head administrator at a Christian school in Japan. The fact that there are Christian schools in a culture that is largely Shinto and Buddhist should give everyone pause. How could this be? Every day, the children learn about Christianity, say the Lord's Prayer, and yet they are not Christians. This is a giant enigma, so difficult to understand, but so Japanese. They are learning about other cultures, languages, and religions, and they do it all with a smile on their face. They are not threatened by the idea of Christianity spreading rapidly across their country. Rather, they are elevating themselves in their thinking and understanding as they learn about other cultures. The Christians who are managing these schools are not forcing their religious practices on the children. Rather, they are respectfully teaching and training them. In any other culture, you would expect tension or an insular attitude towards other cultures and beliefs. But in Japan, it is not the case. As we were walking down the hallway and watching the children happily clean the entire school, I stopped to greet the head nun and ask a few questions. Why did she like Japan? She explained, she had lived there for over 40 years and was originally from Canada. 
She told me Japan is so safe, so peaceful, and a beautiful country. She said, I like the people very much, and they're good people, very good people. When she travels home to Canada periodically and returns back to Japan, she always tells people, I'm back. There is something very special about this country. It all comes down to a single grain of rice. Why would you throw a single grain of rice in the trash? That single grain represents the effort of a single individual who planted the seed, nurtured the seed, irrigated the seed, harvested the seed, transported the rice to villages and schools and cities across the country. Wrapped up in that single grain of rice is the word motainai. What a pity to waste anything. And it is with this single idea that this culture and country has differentiated itself from the rest of the world. It is with this single idea that my life and my company were transformed. Toyota understood that they could not be wasteful and survive. They had to find a way to eliminate the waste from all of their processes. The elimination of waste was not a weekly or a monthly process, but a daily process that required total participation from everyone in the organization. We eliminate this waste through daily Kaizen and the fundamental principle that propels us to eliminate this waste is motainai. Lastly, I am deeply grateful to the Japanese people for all they have taught me. At the core, they are very simple people who have deployed a beautiful and effective philosophy about the way they live. At the same time, the simplicity of how they live and demonstrate supreme stewardship over their limited resources allows them to develop and deploy sophisticated systems and concepts that enhance the lives of millions of people. It is the simplicity of being grateful and teaching gratitude. And it all starts with something as basic as that short prayer they say before every meal. Thank you for the life that has been given so I can be nourished. And it is further supported by the Motainai mentality. What a pity to waste anything. So come to Japan to see in depth and in person this amazing culture. Perhaps you too will be walking down the street and have a Satori moment. Sudden enlightenment. For me, the epiphany of banishing sloppiness and falling in love with precision began one of the most important journeys of my life. My hope and prayer is that this book might also begin a journey in your life that creates greater fulfillment and respect for the abundance and blessings we have all been given. The one thing. Do you have a deep sense of regret when you waste anything, including something as small as a single grain of rice?